Get it on and welcome to the Six Figure MLM Dad Show. I'm a father of two kids, born and raised in a small town in northern Vermont. I'm a biz coach and a self-proclaimed lifestylepreneur. I help people go from ordinary to awesome by creating a lifestyle of time and financial freedom with their own MLM business. All online, without ever bugging friends or family, and without having to be some techie nerd. In this show, I'm going to be documenting my journey to six figures and beyond, as well as showing you exactly what I'm doing to build my downline completely online. My name is Jeremy Jordan. You're listening to the Six Figure MLM Dad Show, and the best is yet to come. Hey, get it on, guys. Welcome back. I'm super excited. Glad you're tuning in. I've been waiting quite a while to do this episode. This is going to be a really fun episode here. Got a lot of really cool information here. So, I was hanging out with my kid, hanging out with my boy, and, you know, he comes up behind me, puts me in the chokehold, you know, and, uh, I love this sort of stuff. So I started playing along with him. You know, we got into a full-on wrestling match. It was WrestleMania in my living room. All right. We've been wrestling around for quite a while. Like, I've been wrestling with him since he was just a little, little guy. Two, three years old. Now he's 15. You know, he's almost as big as me. He's rugged. He can hold his own. And he did. He, he, he showed me how it's done. It's just something I love. You know, I, I love wrestling love martial arts, boxing. I remember as a kid growing up watching Bruce Lee and, and Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, right? Love Jean-Claude Van Damme. Myself got into martial arts too, you know, just from watching that stuff, and UFC, all this, all that exciting stuff inspired me to get into martial arts and, and do all, do all that stuff. Started off with some Taekwondo, karate and I remember my first class walking in sucked. You know, like I sucked. Naturally, right? We all we all suck at first. Just like anything in life. You start something brand new, you're not going to be very good. You're going to stink. You're probably going to suck. You don't know anything about it. But over time, as we keep doing it, as we continue moving forward with the thing, we begin to suck a little bit less, right? And then eventually we begin sucking so little that we become good. I know that's a quote from somebody. Oh, stinks. I cannot pull the name out of my hat right now. I just, I, oh, I wish I could give credit where credit's due, but that is a quote. I love that quote. So anyway, I keep practicing better, feeling good about myself, you know, learning some skills, which is important. You know, you got to do something. You got to feel good about it. But it wasn't until I got older when I really started to get involved with it, like I really dove into the martial arts, obsessed about it. I remember buying magazines and any books and movies. I was, I had everything. I was going to the gym. I was going to school. But I decided, you know, hey, I want to do a little bit more than just Taekwondo and karate. I want to learn a little bit more than just, you know, what I'm learning there. So I wanted to get involved with the whole MMA thing. I loved MMA, mixed martial arts, the UFC grappling, jiu-jitsu. So I wanted to find a school for that, primarily. So I remember finding a school. It's like, yeah, there was a local school, a uh, gym, bunch of guys that were wrestling, grappling, bunch of rough dudes. Like, they were strong. I remember walking in, and I was a little cocky. But, you know, I've been doing karate for a couple of years and taekwondo and stuff, and I walked into this wrestling school. I had no idea it was, like, what was going to happen. My head's up, you know, I got my karate skills, my first class, I got 
punished. I got pounded, slammed, tapped out. I got taken to school, man. Like, it was a whole different world. I quickly realized right there at that point, you know, this is a totally different game. I've got to learn this skill. Right? I've got to learn this. So I did. Started going to class. You know, first it was once a week. And then uh, I bumped it up like two to three classes a week. Just kept going. Like I was getting obsessed with it. I was getting really good too. I was starting to tap people out. You know, I was wrestling. I was doing better. Uh, you know, doing it longer, longer, longer. It was good. It felt good. I love it. I stuck with it. I even had some guys that were brand new that wanted to, like, spar with me and, and, and work with me and partner with me all the time just because I was, you know, getting better. I was kind of, you know, highlighting the class. And, and, and this, I, I specifically remember this one guy. He was brand new. He'd want to partner up with me all the time. You know, we'd partner up with him, and, and he was like I was. I remember. He sucked, you know, just like I sucked in the beginning. I'd tap him out. We'd wrestle, and come on, let's do it again, do it again, over and over and over again. And I'd keep, you know, he had a great attitude. He was coachable, but I was tapping him out and, you know, just kind of showing him how it's done. A year or so goes by, I start personally drifting away. Like, I started losing interest. Um, I had a new kid, you know, so it was, it was, I was pretty occupied as a new father and stuff like that. So I had my little boy. And I was drifting away from the whole martial arts, you know, and spending time with my kids. But I distinctly remember a few years later, uh, maybe two or three, I don't remember, a couple of years later, I went to a local MMA event. You know, they had one in town, and I was like, yeah, man, those local guys that were fighting MMA in the cage, you know, the whole deal. But how, you know, that's when I thought, like, how cool... It is just to stick with something, like one thing. Like you stick with it and you get really good at it. Like, you know, if I had stuck with doing martial arts and MMA, that's what I wanted to do. Like my goal was to, I would have loved to fight in, in some of these events, like these MMA events. That's kind of what I wanted to do. And I was thinking, you know, how cool it is to, to do that, like to have that ambition and drive or whatever it is to stick with one thing and get really good at it, right? So I'm at the event. Well, here we go. I, I remember it was crowded. There was like 3,000 people in the auditorium. I walk in. I'm sitting down. You know, you know, it's just it's awesome. You know, the whole ring, the lights, the whole deal was set up. And, and I realized, you know, there was a tournament. And as I'm watching it, there's a, a ton of fights. But the guy that won the tournament that night, it was like two fights or so, you know, single elimination, whatever, the whole deal. The guy that won the tournament was the guy that I was working with back a couple of years before. You know, he was the brand new kid. He stuck with it. Like, he continued on. He got really good. He actually went on to fight professionally uh, some years later, you know, which is super awesome. I was jealous. I mean, totally jealous in a, in a good way, right? This kid stuck with it. He got really good. I thought, how, how awesome is that? So naturally, I decide I'm going to get back into the gym. I'm going to get back into working out. I'm going to get back into doing the MMA, you know, the whole deal. So some time, you know, time goes by. Uh, I don't know how long after this here. But this time, instead of just going 
back to the school, I decided, hey, I want to go around to a bunch of different schools. Thought, hey, hey, how cool would it be to travel around and see different schools and see how other people are working out and just kind of mingle and, and, and learn. You never know what's going to happen. You, you go to different places. And uh, what, I, what I noticed was really interesting is as I was working with other people in these other gyms, you know, I remember we'd go up to Montreal. We'd just we'd go all around. I'd go to some of these gyms, and some of them, like ours, wasn't really that great. Like they had crappy gear. You know, the mats were torn up a little bit. Heavy bag was taped up. You know, but the guys were good. The guys were tough. They were, you know, they had it going on. But then I'd go to some of these other gyms, and they were a little bit more fancy. They had the state-of-the-art equipment, the best of the best, everything was shiny, polished, they had a really cool team name, you know, a gym logo and all that stuff, but the guys, honestly, weren't weren't that great, I mean, they're good, you know, don't get me wrong, but they weren't as good as I expected them to be, like, they had the good stuff, and I'm like, well, I thought you guys, with all this amazing equipment, state-of-the-art training gear, top-of-the-line name brand stuff, you guys aren't really as good as I, I expected you to be. Whereas our gym, which was a little bit old school, you know, mats were rough. Everything was out of, you know, just out of date. You know, it looked like you were walking into a, you know, back in the day. It was just out, out, of, out, of, the, out of the ordinary. We weren't terrible, but our guys were awesome. Like, our guys were good. We were winning tournaments. We were, I mean, professional fighters. Right there, I realized it didn't matter what the gear was that we were using or anybody else was using. It has nothing to do with the gear, which didn't, that didn't affect their ability to train. Like, the gear being crappy, the, the you know, no, no mats, whatever, had nothing to do with the ability for us to train or to be self-motivated or driven to work hard and to get better. Okay, That right there, our skill level had nothing to do with the brand or equipment or the state-of-the-art gym, or the cool logo, or anything. It had everything to do with our motivation and our devotion to move forward, to continue to train, to get better, okay? So, what does MMA and all this stuff have to do with MLM, all right? What does this have to do with that? It has everything to do with it. Understand that. This has everything to do with MLM. All right, remember my first couple episodes I talked about when I first started? I did a little recruiting, you know, got a few people, made a couple sales, whatever. Got really discouraged. Things weren't going well. I basically quit, you know, after actually after the first year, right? I did completely quit mentally. I just gave up. I remember thinking, you know, it's, well, it's got to be the MLM. It's got to be the company or it's got to be the products. People don't want these products, whatever it is, you know. Start looking around, like, oh, look at those guys over there in that company. You know, they've got it figured out. Must be they got a better comp plan. Must be they have better products. Nobody wants our stuff. Whatever it might be, right? Really, in reality, does the brand or the gym equipment or the the speed bags or anything does that have to do with anything? With with as far as me being better or getting good at martial arts, did that have anything to do with it? No, not really. Not really. I don't think so. I was going to get better whether or not I had good heavy bags, which I didn't. Whether or not I had state-of-the-art weights or, or mats, it, that, that doesn't matter, all right? 
Same thing with MLM, with your company. The company name, products, you know, whatever they sell has nothing to do with how successful you're going to be. That has nothing to do with it. The same reason for that right there. This is the same reason why you're never going to hear me say the name of my MLM. You're never going to hear me talk about what company I am with or, or anything like that. Because I know if you love what you do and you love your company, that's great. The company you're in, you love it. Just like me, I love it. Great. That's your piece of equipment. That's your deal. That's your tool. Keep doing it. Work it and get good at it. Get great at that. That's all you got to understand. Your skill level has nothing to do with the MLM that you're with. Point blank. Simple. It's hard to understand at first for me, you know, but that is what it is. You know, I, I, I fell into the trap of blaming my company, my service, my products, whatever. But I realized my skill level has everything to do with me. Your skill level has everything to do with you. You, you, you. And what skills you can get better at. What you can learn to improve yourself. Not the company, you. You know, for us, it's marketing. Learning marketing was the skill I needed to get better at. That's the one that I wanted to get better at. Not sales or, or not talking about my company. Learning to market to people, you know, instead of prospecting people uh, as I learned, that's what the top players in MLM do. You know, that's what they're doing. They're not prospecting people. They're not doing home parties. They're not at the mall talking to strangers or cold calling people. They had systems in place and they're using marketing to attract people to them. And then their systems, you know, take care of the rest and, and, and sales and all that stuff. But that's what I started doing. So I started putting together a system, you know, to build online, kind of like what the top MLMers do. You know, we have this whole unique system. It's totally cool. Uh, you know, kind of dives into specific marketing training, teaches them attraction marketing, and, and, and gets the whole process in one place. Kind of like what I'm sharing with you here today. It's literally plug and play, you know, this whole system. So recapping a little bit, you know, from the last episodes, we know there's a difference between selling and marketing, right? Selling, you know, we talked about this before. Selling is, is done more face-to-face, belly-to-belly. Selling is what you say to somebody, you know, closing the sale, that whole deal. Marketing, that's any action that you use to get a person to you. Any action you use to get a person to your face, then the selling and all that stuff does, that comes after. So instead of prospecting, one thing, I market. That's what I do. So remember, prospecting pushes people away. Marketing pulls people to you. Remember I talked about, uh, you know, in the last episode about the, the mouse and the cheese. All right. How do you catch a mouse in your house? You don't run around with your bare hands. You don't try to chase after it. No. In fact... Instead, you put some cheese down with, with you know, with your bait, you know, your cheese, your, 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 uh, your trap, and the mouse comes to you instead, right? That's how you catch a mouse. So, now the idea with marketing is I can put my message now in front of many people at once instead of prospecting just one person at a time. You know what I mean? It's a whole different world. The idea is to get eyeballs on your presentation, ultimately, at the end of the day, right? We're, we're looking to get more people to see what we're doing. Then think like 
for me, I think, having a way to share my presentation one-to-many instead of just one-to-one, I think that's the ticket. And the way you get there is through marketing. You know, you can only talk to so many people personally per day, one-on-one. But what if you could figure out a way to kind of automate that process and you can talk to many people at once? See, the biggest issue with most people in MLM, I think, is everyone out of the box. We're all the same. Like, you, you join an MLM, you join a company, you're the, everybody's the same. You have the same products. You're competing with people that have the same exact websites. We all have the same marketing material, the same strategy, everything. You're literally a, the same as the rest of the thousands of people in your same company. You're competing with everybody else in your company. Why would somebody join you over me or somebody else? That's the question. That's what we have to understand here. And I realize that's what the biggest players do. The big players, they do it that way. That's why people come to me now more and more and buy from me now is because I made things a little different. I'm unique. I'm not out there talking about my company and services and products. I have something to offer over my MLM. That way there when you join me, you don't just join my MLM because you could do that with anybody. You, you When you join me, you, you get things. That's what separates me and that's what the big guys do as well. If you want to be successful here, you've got to figure out how to set yourself apart. Okay, you got to be unique. You got to be different. You can't just sell your products and services anymore. That's not going to work. You have to offer something else when someone joins you. You have to have something else to, to offer. Think of this. Think of if you and two of your buddies were all in the same company and you were out on the street, somebody walked up to you and they're like, hey, I want to buy your services. I want to buy whatever you're selling. Would all three of you not be pouncing on her or trying to figure out, hey, what, which one of us is going to get the sale? Isn't that weird? You're literally competing. You would be competing with each other. So one of you would get the sale and the other two wouldn't because you're all doing the same exact thing. Isn't that weird? That's what separates this. That's, that's, that's when I realized like, when you go through that process, it's, it's not the MLM. It's not the company. It's you. The person is not joining the MLM. They're joining you. They're joining you in the MLM. Okay? It's, it's the person that joins. That's what matters. Okay? Your skills, what you bring to the table, what you, what you can add to your MLM. That's what makes things unique. So when you learn marketing, you can now focus on instead of talking to one person at a time, like I discussed, you can now talk to many people at once. Get your presentation in front of many people instead of one. That's how you do it through marketing. That's how you build it. That's, that is awesome. This is the whole reason why I decided to do this show here is just to share with you what I'm doing, what I'm using, the systems that I'm using, just just how I am automating and how I'm building my downline completely online without bugging friends and family, without you know sounding like a sleazy salesman. Um, and, and that's how it works. Like It works because of that. There are people out there that want this. There are people just like you and I that are looking for an opportunity, looking for a way out. Maybe um, if you're listening to this and, and, and you just haven't found, like myself, just haven't found the way yet. 
Like you love MLM, you love this industry, you just haven't had your success because you haven't found that system, really. Like you haven't found that way to do it. You're tired of talking to friends and family. What do you do after that? You don't know, you quit. Just like just like I was doing. So if not approaching family members and friends and bugging people on social media about your business and still being able to be successful and, and create a long-lasting business, if that's interesting to you, okay, then head over to my blog, jeremyljordan.com. Grab my free recruiting boot camp that I have there. It's completely free. goes over more in detail, like a, a complete blueprint about what I'm sharing with you right here. And it, and it really helps you out, guides. And don't worry, I don't talk about my MLM. There's no company name. I'm not pitching in, nothing like that. Completely free resource. Head on over there, my blog, Jeremy L. Jordan. There'll be some show notes around here somewhere. Grab that free recruiting guide. And that's it for now, guys. This, whew, this episode went a little longer than I anticipated. But, hey, I'll see you next time. The best is yet to come. Now go to work, bitch.